Guys, I'm back. Welcome back to Jacko Sports. I'm sorry I haven't been recording. Uh, I believe the last episode was week five of the NFL season. I'm sorry, guys. I had a lot going on in my life. Uh, I was graduating college. Uh, I am no longer in Phoenix. I moved out to Dallas, so I'm out here in the Big D. I just had a lot of things going on. Uh, but finally back on my feet, have uh, enough free time to start doing this again, so I'm excited to, to get back into this and, and talk to you guys. Got a huge show today, absolutely massive. Had some late-breaking news coming in involving my Arizona Cardinals right before I'm about to record this, so I'm very excited to talk about uh, J.J. Watt, obviously. But guys, let's get right into it. Obviously, it's been a minute since I've been on here talking to you guys. Um, how about the NFL season? We'll just recap that. Uh, my biggest prediction of the year was correct. Tom Brady would find a way to win a seventh Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. I love the staff. Obviously, being a Cardinals fan, uh, Bruce Arians, Todd Bowles, Byron Leftwich have a place in my heart forever and always. And I thought Tom Brady with them would be unstoppable. And that's exactly what we saw after week nine. The Bucks could not be stopped. The playoffs, obviously, first round against Washington. Tough game, tough team. Uh, the Washington football team is able to get by them. And then uh, to get by Drew Brees and the Saints. Looks like Drew Brees' career is over. What an excellent career he has had. And then to go up into Lambeau and defeat Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship game. Um, I really don't know how you can argue against that Tom Brady is not the greatest football player of all time and arguably probably the greatest team athlete of all time. Um, obviously, Michael Jordan and Wayne Gretzky are also in that conversation. And for you, LeBron stands out there, LeBron as well. Um, just incredible. And then the Super Bowl, I predicted, uh, I don't have this on record, wish I did, I thought Tampa would blow them out because of the matchup. D-line, I think, would take over. I had Tampa winning 40-10. to It's pretty much what happened, 31-9. Wish I had that on record. I would look like a genius right now. Uh, you guys are just going to have to take my word for it. Um, but also the biggest talking point I don't think any, anyone's talking about is that the Kansas City Chiefs have played one good quarter of football in the last two Super Bowls. They did not play good football the first three quarters against San Francisco in last year's Super Bowl, and they did not play good football against Tampa Bay uh, this year. So um, I think the big game is still an area Andy Reid struggles in. I think Kansas City has a long way to go to becoming that dynasty that we saw in New England with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. They're just not disciplined enough. And um, when it comes to the big game, they struggled. They struggled. They couldn't catch the ball. They couldn't stop getting penalties. They couldn't protect Patrick Mahomes at all. They got dominated. That was an absolute butt whooping. And Tom Brady has won his seventh ring. So that is a huge, huge, huge talking point. Tom Brady's obviously the GOAT. Even the Brady haters, um, they now have to live with the fact that they were wrong all these years. I really don't think anyone is now debating it. But the Chiefs will be here for a while. I'm not knocking the Chiefs or anything. I'm just saying no one has really been talking about that point, and I'm here talking about it. <clears throat> but overall, what an NFL season. 
no delay or I mean a couple delays and rescheduling and all that. But all, uh, other than that, pretty smooth season. Uh, you know, with the whole COVID going on, no fans in the stands really. We're able to pull it off. It's still a great season, so hats off to the NFL there. Um, most of the show today, we'll be talking about the, the NFL. Um, but, yeah, that was the season, guys. I'm sorry I was not able to keep up with it. Like I said, I had a lot of things going on in my life. But I think I'm at a good point now where I'll be able to start doing this again. So I'm very happy about that. Um, next, we're going to dive into Russell Wilson. Uh, he's been furious, low-key with the Seahawks for years now. There's always been There was a trade rumor last year he's going to get traded to the Giants, maybe. Um, this year, he's voiced some frustrations. He's given a, a list of teams, which are New Orleans, Dallas, Chicago, Las Vegas, that he would, he would be happy being traded to. Um, obviously, I think this stems all the way to Pete Carroll and John Snyder. Uh, I, I'm saying it's a little biased because I'm a Cardinals fan. I do think both of them are overrated. I do think both of them are going to be in the Hall of Fame and deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. But you just look at what the Seahawks have done with Russell Wilson. Um, obviously, since the Legion of Boom and Marshawn Lynch, they haven't lived up to the potential. That interception on the one-yard line really kind of killed it all there in Seattle. Obviously, Legion of Boom went bye-bye. They criticized Russ. They chose Russ over the Legion of Boom, so they got rid of those guys. But then they decided not to build around Russ. It's really Russ versus everyone. Um, they like to run the ball way too much, and when they do try to pass it, um, they have no offensive line. Absolutely none. Their offense is so predictable. You saw that in the playoff game against the Rams. The Rams just picked them apart. It was easy for them. And the second half of the season, Seattle was not very good. They just weren't. They were winning games because of Russell Wilson. Um, but they, like I said, they, they got no offensive scheme or offensive line. And Russ, is, Russ has had enough. Had enough. He's not demanding the trade, but he wouldn't be mad if he if he did get traded. Um, the situation's uh, heating up. I think eventually he will get traded. Maybe not this year, but maybe next season, or hell, even the season after that. I do not think Russell Wilson finishes his career as a Seattle Seahawk. I, I just think that bridge is burnt, and I think John Schneider and Pete Carroll who did a great job having that one draft with Russell Wilson. I believe they got K.J. Wright, Bobby Wagner, and Russell Wilson in the same draft. Probably one of the best drafts a team could ever have in league history. Um, but since then, they have just whiffed on first-round picks like Rashad Penny, the kid from TCU. Uh, his name's Bl- T.J. Uh, Charlton, something like that. Oh, no, no, L.J. Collier. I don't know what the heck I was thinking. L.J. Collier, uh, they just whiffed on picks recently, and they don't spend any money on that offensive line. They absolutely have no one on that offensive line to protect Russ. And uh, the offensive scheme just became predictable. I mean, you saw that screen pass against in the wild card round against the Rams. Rams read that all the way and just took it. I mean, that's how easy it was for teams. So I think the bridge is burnt. Russell Wilson. Will not finish his career as Seattle Seahawks. It's only a matter of time when he's going to get traded. And the four teams he listed he would like to get traded to are the New Orleans Saints, 
Dallas Cowboys, Chicago Bears, and Las Vegas Raiders. Now, I would like to see them in uh, black and silver in Vegas, and here's why. Yes, one of the reasons is I'm a Cardinals fan. I want Russell Wilson out of the NFC West. I'm so tired of playing this guy. I'm so tired of losing to him. Uh, I want him out of the NFC completely. But let me run through the teams here. Obviously, New Orleans, their biggest issue with attaining Russell Wilson is they got no cap space. Uh, they're paying Kamara a bunch, Michael Thomas a bunch, Cameron Jordan a bunch. Uh, I'm missing one more. Who? Uh, Marshawn Lattimore a bunch. They're in cap hell. They're about $90 million over the cap. It's going to come down uh, pending on uh, Drew Brees' retirement. Uh, Drew Brees is going to do everything he can to help them save some money. But they don't have the financials to trade for Russ. So Saints are out. Dallas. Dallas is interesting. You got Dak Prescott. They completely flubbed the whole Dak Prescott situation. They don't even have a quarterback signed. He's probably going to get franchise tagged again. Um, I mean, if I'm Dallas, I'm making the call because obviously you have not committed to Dak Prescott. You don't believe in Dak Prescott. So what are you doing? Why not at least call and offer Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott and two first-rounders, one first-rounder? That's what I would do. I would offer that, get them out of there. Uh, I would. I don't know what Dallas is doing. It sounds like Dallas does not want Russell Wilson from what the reports are saying. So I think Dallas would be very, very interesting. I think they should make the call. They would easily have the best quarterback in the division now that Wentz is gone. And I know everyone hates Wentz except for me. Uh, we'll get into that uh, probably next video, maybe this video. We'll see how much time we have. Um but they easily have the best quarterback in the division. So I don't understand why they're not going to make this call, especially because they haven't committed to Dak. If they, if they like Dak and they pay Dak and they're like, we like who we have. We like Dak. He's a great leader. He's done a lot for this team. We're going to stick with him. I'd be like, okay. But they haven't. They haven't paid him. They don't want to pay him. So why, why, not, why not go for a top five quarterback in Russell Wilson? Uh, why not try to clear uh, that awful contract you have with Ezekiel Elliott off your books? So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, Dallas doesn't want any any part of it. Also, the, another thing is coaching. Is Mike McCarthy? Do we know if Mike McCarthy is going to be there after this year? Um, do we? Because he was pretty bad this year. Obviously, Jerry's sticking with him. Jerry likes him because he's kind of a puppet. That's what Jerry likes. But do we know if if he's going to stick around? Like, we don't. So the coaching is kind of if. And, you know, Jerry doesn't even want to pay Dak. So, you know, what do you really want to go for Russell Wilson? And it sounds like he doesn't. So that's why Dallas doesn't make a lot of sense right now. Chicago. Oh, gosh. I can't believe Russell Wilson put Chicago on his list. Chicago is cursed. I don't think they're ever allowed to have a good quarterback. Uh, I saw a list of greatest Chicago Bears quarterbacks and top five. And number four was Russell Wilson saying he would play for the Bears. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. But truly, they are cursed. Um, the Bears are going to get him. They got to offer first rounder. I think Khalil Mack and a couple other picks. 
Uh, obviously, with the Bears, they have a lot of money tied into Nick Foles, who's not very good. That's the problem there. Also, Matt Nagy is on the hot seat. If they didn't make the playoffs last year, shout out to my Cardinals for choking the last two games. That is the only reason the Chicago Bears made it to the postseason. So you're welcome, Matt Nagy, for keeping your job. Um, I mean, it's just like the Cowboys. Like, is Nagy and McCarthy going to stay there? Do we know? I mean, do we know? I mean, I I don't understand this. Like, Russ, uh, they only want to sign their best player. Uh on offense back, and that's Allen Robinson, who's an absolute stud. He's probably moving on. So I don't understand what the Bears are doing. They can't really do much. Their hands are tied. They committed all this money to Nick Foles. Um, I think they really screw themselves. I, I really do. Um, they're just playing Chicago Bears football, and that's rely on your defense and mediocre, mediocre quarterback play. So I really don't see this working out at all uh, for Russ. I mean – I just don't understand it. Now, my primo destination for Russ is the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, obviously, the big problem with the Raiders, who the heck are you going to trade for Russ besides picks? They don't have any defensive studs. I mean, you want Jonathan Abrams, Max Crosby, uh, Cleveland Farrell? Like, who are they going to offer? Henry Ruggs, who did not have a very good rookie season? Nelson Aguilar, who's a free agent, had a great season, but he's a free agent. Uh, Derek Carr, you could obviously swap Derek Carr for Russell Wilson. You could start there. But uh, that's the biggest issue with the Raiders. But I would love to see Russ in black and silver in Las Vegas with John Gruden. You know John Gruden's going to be there for a while. You got Mike Madoc. They have a great relationship. Uh, They haven't done – you know, a terrible job drafting, but they haven't done a good job either. Um, they got some weapons. I mean, Aguilar had a bounce-back season. I mean, he really did. Henry Ruggs, when he played some games, he had he had some great plays, uh, mostly that Hail Mary against the Jets and then that great game at Kansas City. But other than that, um, you know, the Raiders don't have a lot, but I would love to see it happen. Because it's Russell Wilson and John Gruden. I mean, in Las Vegas. I mean, who wouldn't want to tune in and watch that? I mean, that would be fun. Uh, Obviously, they got Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller. Uh, That's pretty much – they don't have a lot of marquee names if you really sit down and think about it. Max Crosby. I mean, their defense is pretty trash. So, But I would love to see them in black and silver in Vegas with John Gruden. I just really would. Um. But right now, I don't think the market – I think Russ's best bet is to stay in Seattle and try to work things out there, even though I don't think they're going to work things out. I think the bridge is burnt. But right now, um, I think Russ stays. But things are getting spicy up there in Seattle, so it will be interesting to see what happens there. Um, so, yeah. Obviously, uh, next I'm going to talk about – the two quarterback trades, my guy, Carson Wentz, who I'm so high on, had a catastrophic year. Um, everyone hates Carson Wentz except for me, apparently. I thought Doug Peterson, uh, you guys can go back to my earlier episodes. You you know my thoughts on Doug Peterson. You know I thought he was the most overrated coach in the NFL. He gets canned, rightfully so. I think the guy's a complete bumbo. But uh, Carson Wentz had a terrible season. I can't defend that. He had an awful season. 
But I don't think it's on him. I don't think they have any weapons. I don't think they committed two wins. And they didn't show him any love. They just threw everything at him. Um, he had some unfortunate injury breaks as well. So I think the best thing for him was to move on. And thankfully, he got sent to the Indianapolis Colts, reunited with Frank Wright. Now he's got plenty of weapons. Uh, everything is there for him to make it happen. Michael Pittman, T.Y. Hilton's probably going to come back. Who everyone's quitting on, but do you see him in the second half of the season? He started playing like T.Y. again. Uh, uh, <laughs> obviously, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, and then defense side is is stout as well. So I think it's a great landing spot for Carson Wentz. Um, everything's there for him to succeed, and I think it will. Um, and if it doesn't, um, then I'll admit I was wrong about Carson Wentz, but we'll have to see. I think this is a great trade for the Colts. Only gave up a – really, they did give up a first and second – and third, excuse me, which I think was uh, fair for both teams now looking back on it. It's a – Second-round pick, but he's got to play 70% of the snaps and make the playoffs for it to become a first. So um, pretty good chance it's going to be a, a, a first-round pick for the Eagles. So, And for a quarterback, they've just been bashing the last two years to get a first and third. It's not terrible. Um, that, that dead cap money, though, is awful. But that's on them. The Eagles completely failed Wentz in my eyes. But we'll see what happens. In Indianapolis with Wentz, I love the trade. Uh, obviously, the other trade, too, is Matt Stafford out of Detroit. They trade him, swap him for Jared Goff and a haul of picks, a couple first-rounders. Um, I like this trade for both teams. Obviously, it's a, I think it's a little more risky for the Rams. They're paying everyone. They're in win-now mode uh, with Sean McVay. But I think Matt Stafford's an upgrade over Jared Goff. I actually like Jared Goff. I'll get into that in a second here. But uh, Matt Stafford is probably the most underrated quarterback in the league. Uh, the guy's an absolute stud. A lot of people bang on him for not winning in Detroit. But, I mean, who has won in Detroit? Uh, a lot of un- unlucky breaks there in Detroit. Uh, they had a terrible penalty against Dallas in that wild card game, which should have never been picked up that pass interference, and I know Detroit fans agree with me there. Um, But Matt Stafford's awesome. He's going to do great in L.A. I think this is a great move for the Rams. They're going all in. So obviously, you know, if they don't win the Super Bowl, um, it didn't work out, but they're they're going for it. And, you know, when teams go for it, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, If they're right there, so they're going for it. And then obviously flip side, to the Lions. I like this trade. You get a couple first-round picks. I like Jared Goff. I do. I think he's a franchise quarterback. Yeah, he's he's not the best. He's probably he's probably between the 12th to 15th best quarterback in the league. But, you know, he's got to a Super Bowl. He's beaten Drew Brees and Patrick Mahomes. Um, he's beaten Drew Brees in the playoffs. The, the guy can play some football. So... I think they're going to be fine. I think they run with him for two more years and then let his contract run out. Probably draft someone uh, to come in. Or maybe he he just has a resurgence in Detroit. But they're really a team rebuilding. But I do like them getting off for a couple years, starting that rebuild under him, Uh, see if he can make something happen. So I really like this trade for both teams. I actually like it more for Detroit. I think they did pretty well. Um, Obviously... Matt Stafford didn't want to go through another rebuild, and uh, 
He wanted to play in L.A., so they did, did, did him that solid. They had some better offers, but you know what? Paying your player back that's given so much is, is kudos to you. And then, obviously, uh, the Rams' connections with the, the Lions' new GM played a part as well. So I like, I like both quarterback trades. I like both quarterback trades, and maybe Russ will get traded. Marcus Mariota, uh, there's a lot of speculation he'll get traded. Gardner Minshew might be traded or released. Um, obviously, number one pick is going to Jacksonville, Urban Meyer. There's probably going to take Trevor Lawrence. I, I'm pretty sure everyone on the planet is thinking. So there's going to be some more QB movement going around in the league. So it should be fun to watch. Uh, next, this is late breaking news, folks. Um, everyone started texting me, JJ, JJ, J. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Why is my phone blowing up? Why is everyone saying texting me, JJ? I checked Twitter. Oh, my God, J.J. Watt has signed with my Arizona Cardinals. My Arizona Cardinals, folks. Um, you know, this is a team. My team is, is going for it. Uh, I'm not huge on paying a guy that is injured a lot, especially now late in his career, that much money. It's looking about $31 million total. We'll see how the years pay out. Um, I saw something that said the first year might be $23 million which is a lot, but the second year, uh, a lot of that comes off. But, um, you know, at first I was like, eh, I don't really want J.J., but now kind of looking back on it, we need someone opposite. I, I'm going to try to not say we here, but the Cardinals need someone opposite of Chandler Jones. Um, this is going to be a great pass rushing duo. It's one of the needs on the Cardinals. So now they got that. They need to work on their secondary. But J.J. obviously uh, was recruited by DeAndre Hawkins. Two years in a row, the Cardinals make a splash in the offseason uh, involving former Houston Texan players. So Cal uh, McNair probably going to be in the ring of honor for the Arizona Cardinals if we can make this happen, if the Cardinals can make this happen. Like I said, going all in, huge season for next year for Cliff Kingsbury. Doesn't make the playoffs. He's fired, folks. I'm telling you that right now. He's gone so got to make the playoffs should have made the playoffs this year choked the last two games i don't want to talk about it um obviously jj chandler jones deandre hopkins buddha baker hassan reddick who had a huge huge breakout year he's probably gonna get the franchise tag this season so he'll probably be back uh really really fun uh you know last year i was intrigued how are we going to do? I thought we are going to do 7-9. We went 8-8, eight eight, so pretty much what I thought. Um, this changes things. J.J. Watt, we'll see. Obviously, draft's coming up. We'll see what the Cardinals do. But uh, you know what? At first, I was like, a couple weeks ago, I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I really want J.J. Watt. Not looking at it. Uh, you know, we have the money to spend. So spending on a guy like J.J. Watt, who's a great locker room guy, uh, all-time great, going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, coming to the desert. Um, I think it's a good move for the Cardinals. Get someone opposite of Chandler Jones. So, uh, very exciting. Very exciting move. I'm, I'm sad that I'm not in Phoenix anymore. I won't be able to go to as many home games. Thankfully, the Cardinals play the Cowboys this season, so I will go check out that game for sure. Um, but he's going to bring a ton of fans to the arena. Um, just a ton of excitement great locker room guy so i think uh and obviously i think fitz is going to come back now because of this which is just 
even greater for us Cardinals fans. Um, So I like the move. Hopefully, J.J. can stay healthy. If he stays healthy, um, this will be huge. If he doesn't, darn. It's going to be like, well, we went for it. It just didn't work out. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But very, very, very exciting if you're an Arizona Cardinals fan like myself. So, and, you know, a lot, a lot of people didn't think the Cardinals were going to be able to sign him. Um, a lot of people thought it was Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Green Bay. But a uh, real shocker, real shocker. And obviously, J.J. had some fun with it, with his Twitter. And then obviously posting a couple hours ago, him in the Cardinals t-shirt working out, uh, saying the source, me. So pretty funny there from J.J. Very excited to have him on my squad. I do not have any other Cardinals jerseys besides a Larry Fitzgerald jersey. I have three Larry Fitzgerald jerseys. Actually, I have a Josh Rosen one as well. I lied. So I'm probably going to have to get a J.J. Watt one. We'll see. We'll see. Guy like J.J., though, uh, very excited to have him on my team. So um, next, March Madness is coming up. Today is the first day of March. It's March, baby. I love March Madness. It is the greatest sports spectacle on the planet, in my opinion. Absolutely awesome. Uh, The Big 12 is stacked this year. The SEC is kind of up for grabs. The ACC, obviously Duke, North Carolina, struggling pretty hard this season. Um, they might not even make the tournament. It's going to be played in Indianapolis, so no fans. Big bummer, but at least it's happening this year. Um, so very excited. We'll see the conference regular season champions this week. Uh, next week will be the conference tournaments, and then we will get a bracket in two Sundays and see what's happening. Um, my quick input, the best team I've watched all year is Michigan. Michigan's absolutely the best team I've watched all year. If they keep up this play through tournament for conference tournament play, uh, I'm picking them to win the whole thing. I just can't pick against them. They have been absolutely dominant this season. Every time I turn them on, they just are able to hit a switch and go on these like 20 to 1 runs. It's unbelievable. Jawan Howard's got them playing at such a high level. I believe they're 18-1, and one, something like that. Um, they're the best team in college basketball I've seen all year. Obviously, Gonzaga's ranked number one still. Can never count, count out Mark Few and the Zags. Baylor's also very good. They're coming off their first loss season to Kansas, but uh, that's at Kansas. So, I mean, everyone's lost at Kansas before. So, very exciting, very exciting college basketball. Oh, man, love it, love it, love it. We're going to talk about it some more next week uh, when we get the conference seedings out. See what happens there. We'll preview everything going on there and then obviously tournament play. So very happy about that. Uh, finally, we'll wrap up with the NHL. Uh, guys, I have my NHL predictions right here. Let me just get that for you. Um, they're very wrong as of right now. Um, obviously, my Vancouver Canucks are so terrible right now, and it's very sad, but I kind of knew it could have happened. Uh, so my predictions beginning of the year, North, I had Calgary winning, followed by Montreal, Ottawa, and then Vancouver. So that is all dead wrong because none of those teams are in the top four right now in the North Division. So good job there, Burgess. Next, the West, obviously Colorado, Vegas, St. Louis. And then I went with L.A. because really uh, those are the top three teams. And then anyone could grab that four spot. Right now, the Minnesota Wild with Caprell Caprizi, who's going to win Rookie of the Year. Absolutely sensational. He's carrying the Minnesota Wild. They have won seven straight. 
I believe. So just phenomenal right now. Watch out for the Wild. In the Central, I had Carolina, Columbus, Tampa, Dallas. Tampa is cruising. As usual, Carolina's in the mix. Columbus and Dallas are struggling hard. Um, didn't expect that. We'll see if they can turn it around. And then in the East, Philadelphia, the Islanders, Buffalo, Boston. Philly, Boston um, are solid. They're doing fine. Obviously, the Islanders are right there. And then I went on a limb and picked Buffalo, and holy God, they are terrible. Um, sounds like Jack Eichel is just done there. So he could be traded. That could be huge news for us hockey fans. And then, obviously, my Western Conference Finals, I had Colorado over Calgary, and I had uh, the Islanders over Carolina, and then I had Colorado beating the Islanders in the Stanley Cup. So those are my predictions. Uh, as of right now, those are very, very wrong. But um, I just want to give you guys an update on that. Obviously, the NHL season is still in full swing. Uh, about half season, or a little, little I think I'll... They got about, what is it, March? They'll close up the regular season in about a month, start playoffs. So hopefully my Canucks can win some games. Oh, my gosh. But I'm not going to get into that. Uh, guys, it was great to be back on. Obviously, I'm going to start having more content uh, weekly. We're going we're gonna to get back on this weekly. So be on the eye. But, uh, keep your eyes out for that. I promise I'll be back on weekly, guys. I, I appreciate it. Uh, my last video actually got the most listens, <laughs> and I haven't been on in a couple months, so I feel bad. But uh, thank you, guys. Um, you know, Stay safe, have fun. Keep watching sports, guys. I'll be back on next week, so be sure to watch for that episode to drop. Until then, take care.